Welcome to the Singapore Management University podcast series where we feature the latest insights and perspectives from our faculty. Sensation-seeking is a personality trait defined by the search for experiences and feelings that are varied, novel, complex and intense and by the readiness to take physical, social, legal and financial risks for the sake of such experiences. Research has shown that CEOs with this personality trait take on more business risk and sensation-seeking retail investors exhibit riskier economic behaviour and trade more often. Yet, little is known about sensation-seeking on the trading behaviour of professional investors. Professor Melvin Teo, who is the Lee Kong Chien Professor of Finance and Deputy Dean for Faculty and Research at the SMU Lee Kong Chien School of Business, specializes in hedge funds research. In this podcast, he shares his study which employed data on the automobile ownership of hedge fund managers to gauge their proclivity for sensation-seeking and analyze their investment behavior. Professor Teo, you have been researching on hedge funds for about 10 years. What motivates you to specialize in this area of finance? I'm fascinated by the variety of people in this field because of the performance fee structure, which means that you know when investors do well, fund managers also earn higher fees. You tend to attract the best and the brightest into the industry. But at the same time, because of uh, the lack of transparency and the opacity, uh, you also attract the frauds. So there's a lot of what we call cross-sectional heterogeneity in this world or in this industry, which makes it very interesting. Uh, at the same time, uh, hedge fund managers are not the most transparent people around. They value secrecy. And because they are so secretive, it makes it even more attractive to try to understand about their lives and how they generate alpha. You were recently involved in an interesting piece of research that examined the correlation between a fund manager's choice of automobile and his or her capacity for risk-taking. Can you tell us more? This piece is entitled Sensation-Seeking Sports Cars and Hedge Funds. Sounds really sexy and we like that very much. Uh, the, this is co-authored with uh, Stephen Brown from Monash University. Uh, Sugata Ray from University of Florida and Yen Lu from University of Central Florida. This uh, research is actually about sensation-seeking and sensation-seeking essentially is about you know, this preference for novel, complex, dynamic, uh, intense experiences and the willingness to take you know, financial risks, uh, personal risks in order to get those experiences. So the way we look at sensation-seeking is to use fund manager car purchases as a proxy or as an indicator for whether they are sensation-seekers or sensation-avoiders. So we have information on their car purchases and we look at whether they purchase a sports car uh, versus whether they purchase a practical and safe car and use that to relate to their preferences for risk in the financial world. How and when was this research conducted? What was the methodology you and your co-researchers employed? This research is done for US-based fund managers. We are principally constrained by the availability of the automobile data. So we can obtain new car purchase data 
for US cars from a website known as VIN.place. And with that, we get the VIN numbers, the vehicle identification numbers for these cars. And we can find out more about the vehicle characteristics using that VIN. So we link the manager name to the car and we classify a variety of cars as sports cars, essentially two-door coupes or two-door hatchbacks or two-door convertibles. In addition to using a sports car definition for sensation-seeking, we also look at horsepower and torque because you know some two-door coupes are somewhat underpowered and people might not consider them to be bona fide sports cars. On the other end of the spectrum, we tend to think of you know practical but uh, uninspiring cars as somewhat devoid of sensation. So we wanted to see if uh, we can get any traction from looking at minivans, for instance, because minivans or MPVs uh, in, in the Singapore context have been labelled as stodgy, dowdy and uncool by the media, for instance. Um, so people who purchase these cars tend to not worry so much about you know, enjoying chilling sensations, but focus more on the practicalities of life. So we look at anti-sensation variables, like whether this manager purchased a minivan, uh, what's the safety rating of the vehicle he or she purchased, as well as the passenger volume of the vehicle compare and contrast that to sports cars, torque and horsepower. The methodology we use is the multivariate regression. So we run a multiple multivariate regression on risk-taking and we control for a variety of factors and we principally focus on how well you know buying a sports car or having a high torque car, high horsepower car explains risk-taking versus buying a minivan, buying a car with high safety ratings or with high passenger volume. What were your findings? What we find is that, lo and behold, you know, managers who purchase sports cars, who purchase powerful performance cars with high torque and high horsepower tend to take on more financial risk. Managers who purchase minivans, purchase cars with high safety ratings or practical cars with high passenger volumes tend to take on lower financial risks. Now, if this is a sensation-seeking story, then you know uh, this should transcend just financial risks. So we don't just look at the volatility of the fund returns. We also look at other aspects, including you know, operational risk. So the whole idea is that you know, hedge fund investors are very worried about operational risks, very worried about that there's a fraud in the fund, or that the fund will terminate because it doesn't manage the headline risks or people risks well. So therefore, we look at whether funds are more likely to terminate if the manager purchases a sports car. We look at whether funds are more likely to report violations, legal, you know, personal violations on their form ADV files. See whether funds measure higher on this uh, operational risk scale. And we find that, you know, sensation seekers are more likely to terminate their funds. They are more likely to report violations on their form ADV files, something that they have to report to the SEC. 
and they are also more likely to have a higher, uh, what we call it, omega score, which denotes higher operational risk. The uh, reverse holds for fund managers who purchase minivans or practical cars. Is there a scientific explanation for this behaviour? The science is essentially, you know, some people are drawn to sensation-seeking for non-pecuniary reasons. They take risks for non-pecuniary reasons because they enjoy the thrill of uh, doing so. Uh, We tend to think that this is potentially very relevant to the hedge fund industry because we see a lot of these examples in real life. A lot of professional traders say they get a big thrill or big rush out of placing a, a big bet in the financial markets because of the complex, dynamic, unconstrained strategies that hedge funds pursue. It might attract a lot of sensation seekers in the industry. Sensation seekers might be drawn to the opacity in the industry. We see lots of uh, examples of fraud, for instance. Uh, you also see examples of fund managers who engage in risky behavior in their personal lives. You see managers who you know, do stuff like kickboxing, alpine skiing, uh, motor racing, ultramarathons, for instance. To give you an idea of how risky alpine skiing is, you know, uh, Nico Rosberg has said that you know, when he retired from F1, he's finally allowed to ski because he wasn't allowed to do so under his F1 contract. Uh, they were worried that it would jeopardize his motorsports career. And I have examples uh, reported in the media about how a fund manager almost died uh, because he was uh, doing alpine skiing. So because of this, we feel that uh, this industry tends to attract quite a lot of sensation seekers. And because of this, you know, investors can be quite wary. And they have, some of them have said before that they would always advise people to avoid managers who purchase high-performance sports cars. So we wanted to see if there's any grain of truth to that advice. Did you find that sensation seekers perform better? Uh, No. So unfortunately, sensation seekers, even though they take on more risks, do not generate higher returns. So as a result, if you look at their risk-adjusted returns, if you look at their sharp ratios, for instance, that's essentially a return divided by volatility, you find that they underperform the non-sensation seekers. In addition, they trade in a different way. They trade in ways that seem to conform with uh, sensation-seeking. So those performance car buyers, not only do they trade more frequently, they trade more actively. That means they purchase more non-index stocks. They also trade in a more overconfident manner. So when they trade, it hurts their performance. Thank you, Professor. Thank you.